But I, my wife is here, Mary Lucy, and Lane is here. Our staff stand up, and and and, and of course we've got we've got Draken Miller's here. We have Frank Capel and his wife, Frankie and 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 John and and Suzanne. Amen. And that's Lane, and we're so glad that you came. It's going to be a good weekend. Thank you for coming. Amen. So let's sing. Hallelujah anyhow. Say it. Hallelujah anyhow. Never, never let your trouble catch you down. Never, never, never let your trouble catch you down. Never, never. Never, never, never let your trouble catch you down. When temptations come your way. Come on. Lift up your hand and say. Hallelujah anyhow. But, but the hallelujah you have to scratch. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to sort of uh, say, say hallelujah. You never done this before? <laughs> really, you never done it before? Never done it. Hallelujah anyhow. Hallelujah. You know, when I go to bed and I'm asleep and, uh, and rest, now and then I go Hallelujah. My wife just kicks me, you know, I just, my spirit likes to scream in the middle of the night now and then, especially when I'm in a hotel, it's no good. <laughs> this weekend, I don't have to yell, Hampton Inn, high cotton, Whoop, that bed just grabs you. So I slept and snored. I know I'm in on the other door. I couldn't, I didn't hear anything. I'm snoring and, oh. Okay, so let's sing. Would you stand and let's sing Hallelujah Anyhow, okay? Hallelujah Anyhow Never, never let your trouble catch you down When temptations come your way Lift your head up high and sing Okay, good. You done it. 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 Amen. You done it. Wonderful. I know. I know. I have to preach in a hurry, and so I preach in a hurry, and I don't have to. Six hundred years before the coming of Christ, a man called Ezekiel had a vision of the glory of God. And the glory of God came in at a specific time. It's a wonderful, wonderful book, Ezekiel. If you never, you never study Ezekiel, Jeremiah, you've got to. It's got stuff in it that will just make your, your hair stand up. It's an amazing, amazing prophet, Ezekiel and Jeremiah. In the first chapter here of Ezekiel, it says, now it came to pass in the 13th year, uh, the fourth month and the fifth day. Meaning that God gave this vision to Ezekiel. And Ezekiel was just a guy in captivity for five years. And what happened was, 600 years before Christ, the whole world and that part of the world came apart. It was, it was the worst thing that ever happened to God. The temple that Solomon built became a place in which children 
were being sacrificed. And so the glory of the Lord, the splendor, the majesty, it's about to leave. And I'll preach that on, on, on Monday night. It's an, it's an unbelievable scenery of the glory of God leaving the temple. And of course, Ezekiel was the man in hand, and he received the call from God. He began to respond. And so in the fifth day, in the fifth month, in the fifth year, he saw visions, meaning it was pinpoint. And what I want to tell you is this, is that uh, God is on time. When I came to school at Valdosta State, I had no idea that I would become an evangelist, that I would go to seminary and prepare myself to be, become a Methodist. Nobody wants to become a Methodist evangelist. First, there's no pay in it. Really, there's no pay. It's just an appointment, bye-bye. And I've been doing it for 48 years. And so I had no idea, but I knew that God had a plan. So over here at Valdosta State, I fed the rats, you know, in the psychology department, and it was my job, and I, began, I, I graduated with a degree in industrial psychology. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> but I knew that God had a plan. He had a purpose. I just had to be with him little by little, little by little, and as I went, he began to open doors, and I knew the hand that God was upon me. I knew it. I knew it. The events that occurred as I begin to prepare for the ministry, it's undeniably a miracle. Everything is a miracle. And so, God is on time. Say it. God is on time. You know, I thought about uh, Moses, about uh, Noah. Noah is, uh, on, on Genesis 7:1, it says this, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou into all your house in the ark. Come in the ark. And I've just been thinking about this. If if God said come, it means he was in the ark before the animals. Or else he was outside, he would have said, y'all go in the ark. Go ahead, go over there. But he said come in the ark, meaning God was in the ark waiting for Noah's family, just on time. So don't think that somehow you're late or you're sort of trying to catch up. If you are sensitive to the music and to the presence of God and to his glory and you sing with your heart, uh, you're right on cue. With some of you, God is going to be in a hurry. With some of you, you can take a little more time. And some of you are late. You got to get to it. Something's got to give. You're, you, you, you're just, you're about to fall from the tree and <laughs> In other words, you know, when fruit is ripe, if you don't get it, it's... <laughs> and I'm here this weekend to bring you into that. That's my job. So if you are to a point to where you're really hungry for the Lord, you need to come on Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night. And of course, all of you youth that are dateless, you need to come. Okay, I'm going to have a special prayer on God to move you with the date. <laughs> and also I'm going to pray for those that are not married. That need to be married. I know they're going to come for that. <laughs> Amen. And then I want to pray for mamas. That are waiting for babies that never come. I want to pray the Lord will give you a baby. And then I want to pray that the Lord will zap you. Anybody want to be zapped? 
Say amen. amen. Say, say, zap me, Lord. <laughs> well, that, there's something in that coffee. <laughs> and so, same thing with Abraham. Get out, be out of the country and your kindred and your family and, and go into and I'll make a great nation. And, and the Bible says the next day he got up and went. It means God is on time, perfectly on time. He's working in your life. You see, oh, but I've been so far away, you know, all my sins of the past. And I've been caught up into all kinds of bad stuff. And, and I'm coming. I'm, I'm slow. I, I don't like church. I, I, I don't like preachers. Well, come on. Relax. Take it easy. Breathe deep. You're here. And that, God is the one who's taken over now. He's going to do it for you. All you have to do is to keep on coming and doing some boogie music. Can God honor Boogie? Oh, he can. Go, go to Cuba with me. The band is about ten times this big, and they begin the service, and, and by Lord Jesus, they, they dance everywhere. First Methodist, 2,000 members dancing, singing, dancing. They do that for a couple hours. Don't tell me God is not there. God is there, and he's in power. And God was at the 8.30 service uh, this morning, 8.45 service. You know, we did a little. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of the king Jericho's captivity. So Ezekiel was in captivity for five years. You see, the captivity is because the people of God left God. They really did. They found all the gods. The temple was a mess. They took all the furniture of the Lord in the, in the temple of Solomon and just sold out and used for other purposes. Change everything. You know, if I go to your house and change your furniture, you won't like it, do you? Put your couch in the living room, get your bed down there in the, in the garage and mess up the whole place. You wouldn't like it, would you? Matter of fact, you tell me, Mr. Bonfim, this is my house. Get! <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? The same thing, God just did, oh, he was so sad. Oh, he was so sad. God was so upset with this. He spent, oh my goodness, 70 years trying to get his people to repent. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. So he said, Nebuchadnezzar, get your arm and all your crazy people and kill. He took away from capti to captivity all the good ones. You know, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He took, uh, he took, uh, 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 Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and all kinds of good people, into, and the Lord blessed them there. But uh, it's a sad place in the life. But in order to get Ezekiel to say something, God showed him something. And what he showed is the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Uzai, uh, in, uh, in, in, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Shebar, Iraq. This is where, you know, you know what this is? This is where we have a base called the Ur of the Chaldeans. The U.S. Army has a base in the Ur of the Chaldeans, the, the home of Abraham. There's about 10,000 soldiers there, and we'll have some friends there. And right next to it is Babylon. What is it? It's just a place, a de desert with tents everywhere, and the people of God is captive. But the, the message came specifically to the son of Uzziah, to Ezekiel. I mean, God wanted him. So let me ask a question. How many of you really think that God wants you? How do you know that God don't want you? He wanted me. 
Now, you know, I'm not tall. Evangelists are usually tall, blue eyes. You know, it's a privilege and joy being with you today. And as we come together to hear the word of God. Okay? And God gets this Brazilian, southern Georgia boy. I'm more southern than you are, really. I come way south. And, and he called me. Imagine. If it wasn't for my nose, I'd be good looking. Imagine that God would call me. Now, I've been on adventures now for 50 years. You know, I have a bunch of suits that I don't wear anymore. But I've been lifting weights the last two years. So I went to try the suits for this weekend because, you know, First Methodist, Valdosta, got to have a suit. Nothing fitted. I've got some muscles here. Whoa, look at that gun. Lifting weights, lifting weights, lifting weights. But he wanted me. And, and I'm telling you, God wants some of you. Some of you should be considering full, full Christian service and, and going to seminary and preparing to serve the Lord. God wants you. Why? Because if you can boogie here, we want preachers that boogie. You know, uh, your preacher, Bob Moon, he boogies. I know him. But Ezekiel was the man that God wanted. He wanted Ezekiel. Now, then the verse, the last verse is verse 4. Jesus, Lord. Here's the clock. He looked and behold and saw a whirlwind out of the north and a great cloud and unfolding fire and brightness and thunder and lightning. Oh, why would God express his glory like that? Because you see, the glory of the Lord, I, I saw a windmill, a windstorm, is the same thing that happened in Pentecost. In other words, now and then, in the services in Brazil, where hundreds are coming to Christ in the middle of the night, there's a, there's a nice little, little cloud all over the sanctuary. And people are coming to Christ and repenting of their sins. It's an amazing thing that's happened in Latin America. Over, over 40 million people come to Christ in Brazil this last 10 years. It's changing the politics. It's changing everything. And God is doing something in Valdosta. When, when, when the preacher comes and the music begins, something begins to happen here. Now tell me this. Where does the glory of God shows up in you? See, you sung, you sung something about the glory, didn't you? Can you go back to that song about the glory? You say something about glory there, didn't you? I think it's the first song you sung tonight. God be exalted, God be exalted. We live for your glory. And the next thing is, is that since the temple was destroyed, the first and second temple, where is the glory of the Lord? Or T-shirt in there, not in here, right in there, there. See, maybe it's in here. I didn't see it. Not in there. Hmm? Not in there. Where is the glory of the Lord? Huh? Anybody want to say something? Where is the glory of the Lord? Huh? No, 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 not everywhere. Where? It said you, the glory that was in the temple, 
now resides inside of you. Hello, good looking. Look, look at those eyes. Man, you, you make a preacher say, Look all the teeth. It's in you. The glory is in you. God, God lives in you. When the shepherds came in, his glory was expressed with thousands of hosts and angels around, around the shepherds. And they were saying, oh, God's scared of death. Oh, God's scared of death. And the glory came in and announced the presence of the birth of Jesus. So the glory is in you. You are the hope of glory. God resides in you. Do this. <clears throat> oh, glory. Amen. I hope that tonight you'll be able to come and participate in the service. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your blessing this morning. We ask as we begin to worship and praise, that you will come into this place and we're going to, we're going to give the best we can to you in hope that your glory continue to shine inside of us. In Jesus we pray. Amen.